0: The Nebraskans, the Daily Nebraskan Entertainment Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kyle Cruz, and I'm joined by my co host. Hello, my name is David Berman.
1: Um, I am the co COVID editor of the Daily Nebraskan. I was formerly in the culture section. Uh, I was a culture reporter, and then I was a culture editor, and now I am gone. So <laughs> the only thing, uh, only culture thing I do now is this little thing
0: as well as
2: i'm mia everding i am nothing except a co-host so <laughs> yeah. that's me in, at the dn and in life
1: yeah <laughs> this is all you are it's this just is this podcast
2: an hour of my week yep. that's it And then you go home and you just sit there you do <laughs> and nothing. i wait yep. the following yeah. however many hours yep.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah uh and then yeah i'm uh kyle Cruz. i mainly just write movie reviews for the dn and then host this here podcast Um, and yeah, so we'll just jump right into it with our first segment, which is what have I done? 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 And what have I done is the segment where we just talk about what, what, what we've been up to this week. What, what movies or TV or whatever we've been consuming and whether or not we would recommend it, I guess. Um, so yeah, let's start with you, David. What what have you been up to this week?
1: Yeah, so this week, um, I binged the entire last season of The Good Place. Um, I know, Kyle, you've seen some of The Good Place. You watched, like, the first season and then stopped. Correctly.
0: Yeah, I saw the first two seasons and then, like, the first episode of season three, which I thought was very good, and then just for some reason did not continue. Very good. Mia, have you seen The Good Place?
2: I saw probably two seasons as well. And again, yeah, don't know why I didn't keep watching, but...
1: Yeah. yeah, so I've I've kind of watched it in in little chunks, just pretty much whenever a season is released on Netflix, I have watched it. Um, and so the fourth season came out like I think like a year ago by now. Um, but yeah, it was just dropped on Netflix. Um, and yeah, so I decided I needed some good place in my life, and it was really good. Uh, I think it's kind of stays very consistent with the first th- three seasons. Um, just very funny, very wholesome. Um, this has a very parks and rec michael sure feel because it's it's done by michael sure so that makes sense um but yeah it's it wraps up really really well pretty much the last season without getting into spoilers um just follows like the four humans who are in the afterlife um and uh, michael who's played by ted danson um and they're pretty much trying to come up with like the ultimate afterlife because yeah, I guess spoilers towards the end of the third season they find out that like the way that the afterlife is set up is really flawed and pretty much nobody gets into the good place because it's their the standard is so high. So it's pretty much about them trying to like figure out what makes a good person and can people become better people? Um and if they can't do that, then the judge who's played by Maya Rudolph is going to end all of humanity. So so yeah, so it it, it just um and yeah, it's just a really fun ending. Um, and like the last episode is really, really great. I, I think it's, it's definitely up there as like a top, um, finale to a comedy series on par with the office or the park or, or parks and rec. Uh, Michael Schur really knows how to end, end a comedy very well. Um, so yeah, it's a ton of fun. Um, I, I love the show. I, I think it's really underrated. It's, it's gotten some, it's gotten like Emmy buzz and Emmy nominations, but I don't think it ever won an Emmy. um, and yeah, I think it's just a lot of, a lot of fun. So nice.
0: Yeah, I don't really have it. Uh, words are difficult, um, <laughs> especially late at night. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to ask follow-up questions, but then like every time I thought of a follow-up question, you just like answered it and I was like, <laughs> nice. all right, you got this, Davis. <laughs> I read your mind. Yes. Um, yeah. Moving on to you next, Mia. What What have you been up to?
2: um last week i watched wildlife which is a netflix film directed by paul dano who i know we discussed the pronunciation of his last name couldn't remember if that was right
1: i think it's dano i think it's dano because dan-o, dan-o, dan-o. that's how dan-o. it's spelled it's oh. just dan the yeah name dan, well dan
2: i can't dash-o. think of
1: a dan dasho
2: <laughs> dan dasho anyway Don-o. paul dano there we go go. he directed it um i watched about half of it last year like almost a year ago on fall break and for some reason i never finished it um which i don't remember why because i really liked what i saw of it last year so i watched it with someone who hadn't seen it and then you know the last half of it was stuff i hadn't seen um it's just a story about this family um two parents and their son who's like 14 or so the parents are Jake Gyllenhaal and Carrie Mulligan and they're like in Montana in the 60s and their home life isn't great the marriage isn't great um, they're kind of scraping by financially as well and so it's just kind of an exploration into like how this kid perceives his parents growing up it's very sad but um, in a good way and the cinematography is beautiful it's, like, there are a lot of wildfires going on during that time, and they show that, but, like, in a very, like, desolate sort of way. It's very, very pretty. Definitely recommend if you want to cry, because it's just kind of a, a slow burn of, wow, this is really depressing. So.
0: Well, I want to cry every day, so it sounds perfect for There me. you
2: go. Two <laughs> thumbs up.
0: So, Paul Dano is, like, primarily known as an actor, um, and I don't I don't know, like, how extensive his directing mm uh like filmography goes um but based on this film how like do you think he is like a good director do you like wish you would do you want to see like more from him Is basically what i mean
2: yeah definitely i i i yeah again i don't remember if um this was his director directorial yeah okay directorial debut um it was based on a novel so i guess that kind of changes it as well but um yeah i definitely want to see more from him i think it was it was like a very understated story but um it was dealt with like very delicately where you kind of saw everyone's point of view in the situation so definitely want to see more from him
0: yeah um and then this this past week i got uh the chance to sit down and watch uh, enola holmes which is a new film on netflix that is uh, kind of a spin off of the Sherlock Holmes mythos. It, it focuses on like his younger. The, the premise is basically like it focuses on his younger sister who's named Enola, uh, played by Millie Bobby Brown. Uh, and she ends up having to go on her own kind of like adventure and solve her own mystery. And uh, her older brothers, uh, Sherlock and Mycroft, are kind of like not chasing her, but they're like trying to like find her because she like runs away from home to go solve this mystery. So they're like trying to find her and take care of her. Um, and Sherlock is played by Henry Cavill, and Mycroft is played by Sam Claflin. And I did not think this movie was going to be good. I <laughs> thought it was a bad idea from the moment they announced it. And even with the great cast, I just did not imagine this thing turning out well. And I actually really liked this movie. I thought it was, it wasn't anything like too like amazing. It was just kind of your general fun action mystery type movie um, with a with a bit of a Sherlock Holmes twist in there. But I had a really good time watching it. I think it's definitely like a series that I would be interested in seeing more of. I thought the cast was all fantastic. Millie Bobby Brown, who I'm honestly not like a big fan of, I think she's fine in Stranger Things and then was kind of bad in Godzilla a couple of years ago. (laughs) Um, But she was actually really good in this. Uh, Henry Cavill is more of like a subtle Sherlock Holmes than I anticipated he would be. He just kind of like hangs out and just like every once in a while gives advice to Enola. Um, and just kind of observes things without like actively, like, audibly analyzing everything. Um, but maybe that's just because the film's not told from his perspective. But anyway, uh, yeah, he was great. Uh, Sam Claflin as Mycroft was one of the best parts in the movie. He just like he's not in it a whole lot, but like every scene he's in, you just absolutely love him. Um, and then Helena Bonham Carter plays like their mother uh, to all three of them. And you, again, she's not in this movie much either. But every scene she's in, she's great and uh, and yeah, it's it's an entertaining enough movie. I'm glad it's on Netflix because I, that way I didn't have to like pay 30 bucks to see this movie. Because I don't think I would recommend paying that much to see it. But if it's if you're just looking for something fun to throw on in the background while you're just hanging out at home, I think you can't go wrong with this. Yeah, have Cool. I, nice. either of you got a chance to watch this? Nope, no, I
1: haven't. Um, yeah, I also kind of didn't think much of it and wasn't super excited for it but i've I've heard pretty solid things from from you obviously and and from just like the internet as a whole um yeah is it more of a like a family kids movie or is it just kind of like presented as just you know a standard kind of sherlock holmes fun mystery
0: it's definitely a lighter tone than most sherlock holmes films i think it's probably yeah a bit more on like the family i wouldn't say it's like a kid's film um, but it's definitely leaning more in the family centered direction than other Sherlock Holmes movies have in the past. Um, but yeah, I think, it, I think it works with what the story is though. Very good. And yeah, from there, we'll just jump right into our, our news for the week. Uh, and we've got a decent amount to talk about. Um, uh, most of which is just kind of movies being delayed, but we'll get there when we get there. What words are I'm just, Dare. I'm Yeah. I'm just struggling. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, <laughs> it's all right.
2: We'll get there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so right off the top, we'll start with kind of a pretty big and unexpected piece of comic book movie news, and that's the the report that came out this past week that Jamie Foxx is returning as Electro, uh, who he played in The Amazing Spider-Man Two, uh, but he's reprising the role in Spider-Man Three with Tom Holland in a couple of years. Um, so yeah, this kind of just came out of nowhere because so like a lot of people have been like speculating that they were gonna crossover like multiple spider-men from the previous films in their own kind of live action spider-verse type thing um but really nobody was a big fan of jamie fox's electro so the fact that this is like the first announcement that comes out of this uh to kind of confirm something like this is happening i think it's kind of hilarious um and yeah jamie fox even like confirmed he's coming back on instagram um saying that like he's not going to be blue this time and <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah we'll see how this goes i have not seen the amazing spider-man 2 uh, just because like at all like at all oh, uh, i just like i was looking forward to it when it was like like before it came out and then i heard all the awful reviews and i didn't have a job at the time so i'm like i'm not gonna pay to see this and now here we are six years later very good so <laughs> yeah i think um i was really stunned by this like i yeah i did
1: not expect this to be the direction that they went in i did not think I would ever uh, see Jamie Fox surprise this role again. Um, I think he's fine in it. I think it's more of how he is written than how Jamie Fox acts it. They kind of take it in this direction of he's like this kind of low level technician scientist guy at Oscorp, and he's and he's like a, you know a socially awkward nerd who like is obsessed with Spider Man, and then when he um like i don't remember specifically what happens but spider-man lets him down in some way and then he decides to be an, an evil electric blue man um <laughs> and yeah it's just there's a lot of really cringy like it it feels not quite on this level but a lot like the arnold schwarzenegger uh mr freeze where there's just a lot of electrical puns and at one point he's like they're at some like transformer they're, they're at some like power plant and there's like a bunch of transformers and he like bounces around on the transformers playing um playing it like a piano so it plays the itsy bitsy spider <laughs> and it really sucks so so yeah so i think yeah this is a really interesting direction for them to go in i i think it definitely could work in you know the hands of different writers and directors and if they don't make them blue and weird um but yeah i i think this could be maybe good so <laughs> how about you mio
2: I mean, I don't... (laughs) Big surprise here, but I don't have, I guess, a lot to contribute. Just because I... I think we mentioned last week, I've only seen the second Amazing Spider-Man once. And yeah, I remember being very underwhelmed by uh, Jamie Foxx's character. So I guess it is surprising. And especially that they're, like, crossing over. I feel like once they cross over, they acknowledge in that universe that the other movie exists. I don't know. Like, the wires get crossed in my mind. So i guess yeah bring it on question mark
0: (laughs) yeah uh, this kind of leads into the theory that marvel is really kind of trying to go all in on their uh, multiverse here in the next couple of years um and i think they've kind of been kicked into gear a bit with dc's announcement of their multiverse and bringing in michael keaton for the flash and everything um but yeah the the kind of general speculation going about right now about this is that they're going to like introduce the idea of the multiverse in wandavision later this year and then elaborate on it in spider-man 3 by bringing in jamie fox's electro and potentially other spider-man and other villains to have some sort of sinister six um then all of that will be wrapped up in doctor strange and the multiverse of madness which fun fact is also being directed by sam raimi who directed the original spider-man trilogy um so that could tie in somehow but also probably not um so yeah we'll see how this goes Uh, And yeah, moving on from there, we've got a lot of a lot of movie delays to talk about just (sighs) because Warner Brothers Warner Brothers basically changed their entire slate for the next few years uh, because it was announced a couple days ago that Dune was delayed from this December to October 1st of next year, um, which sucks because like that's a whole nother year that we have to wait to see Dune, which we've all said that we're very excited about seeing this movie um but that even what even makes it worse is the fact that october 1st of 2021 was the release date that the batman was on and so now the batman has been delayed till march 4th of 2022 and as well as like a slew of other uh delays that i'm just going to go down the list here um so matrix 4 has actually been moved up from december of 20 wait yeah has been moved up from april of 22 to december of 21 um then they've got uh unannounced movies on june 3rd of 22 and august 5th of 22 uh the flash has been pushed back from june 3rd of 22 to november 4th 22 uh shazam 2 which was on that november 4th date has been pushed to june of 2023 uh and then black adam which was on like a december 2021 release date has just been pulled from the schedule as a whole um so that'll happen at some point i guess Uh, And the same goes for the Minecraft movie, which was uh, dated for March of 2022. Um, Notably, Wonder Woman has not been moved at all. It's still on its December 2020 release date. A lot of people don't think that's going to happen. Some people are speculating that they might just end up throwing it on HBO Max or something, which would be yikes. Yeah. (laughs) They're kind (laughs) of, they're kind of running out of options here because Warner Brothers, I think they were trying to stick it out and see if they can get all these movies to actually meet their release dates. But by doing that, like all of the other good release dates have been t- taken up by other studios. So they just kind of had to make it work with what they had. Like a lot of people have been pointing out that they basically did to the Batman, what they did to Shazam a couple of years ago, where the Batman is coming out between uh, two other like major comic book properties. I don't remember what it's coming out like the week prior, but I know like three weeks after this is uh, doctor strange too. And it's really bothering me that I don't remember what's right before the Batman. I don't know, but it's coming out like, right between two major marvel cinematic universe films um which that's what shazam did and shazam drastically underperformed um kind of as a result so it probably won't be the same result as the batman because it's batman but that that's definitely going to have some sort of impact on the box office um and then jumping studios over to uh universal i think um jurassic world dominion which is the third jurassic park uh jurassic world movie has also been delayed by a year from june of 2021 to june of 2022 um they did release a new poster with it that looks kind of cool to try and make things better but yeah it's kind of what they've decided to do and on top of that the movie actually just today had to shut down production again because they had a bunch of positive covid tests which is not great um and yeah basically to sum it all up there's no more movies ever they're never coming out again Uh, you guys have any thoughts on any of this
1: sad. Yeah. I am sad. Very sad. <laughs> Everything is bad and I am sad.
2: Everything hurts
1: and I'm dying. That's this podcast. Yep. So good. So good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm not super surprised. Uh I think like an hour before uh I saw Dune was delayed. I was like thinking about Dune and I was like, I bet that's not going to happen this year. <laughs> and I was and, I, and and I kind of thought it already had been delayed, but uh, but then I saw it and got sad. So, yep. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not surprising, but it's yeah, very disappointing. And hopefully, movies come back soon because that's what this podcast thrives on, and that's what all of us thrive on. Our, our life energy is being
0: drained from lack of movies. <laughs> yeah, we're just slowly getting more and more tired with the coming weeks. And yeah. Yep. <laughs> um. One thing. What, what was I going to say about? Oh, uh, one thing that could be a little silver lining is the fact that because dune was delayed by like a full year um a lot of people are speculating that warner brothers thinks that dune might be like an awards contender so they're trying to keep it in awards season which is why they didn't delay it to like march or june or anything in which they have movies set that they could have just pushed back to a later date um so yeah i guess that could be a good sign but also it's still like a year before we're gonna see dune <laughs> yeah like yeah. If
2: you had to take a wild guess at what those awards would be, what would they be?
0: Best actress in Dea.
2: <laughs> I
0: wish. <laughs> Maybe. Um I assume there's gonna be a cinematography. Is is this Deacons?
2: I feel like it is. I'm gonna Maybe. I'm gonna Google that. Beat You, actually. I just tried to write the Dune. <laughs> the Dune. <laughs> the Dune. That's the, the
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what the second one did. when they reboot Dune in 10 years it'll be like the Batman and let's be the Dune cinematography by Greg
0: Frazier oh, nice. I don't know what else that's he's sure. done Hans Zimmer's doing this score so I assume there will be some sort of <sighs> nomination there that's um, so exciting so this is uh, the cinematographer that did Rogue One Zero Dark Thirty Vice uh, The Batman okay. um, a few episodes in The Mandalorian nice well, that's pretty good Lion. yeah uh,
1: Denis Villeneuve will just be like just make everything pretty yellow. We'll just call it good. <laughs> that's
0: what most of his movies are. So Yeah. And if... Not a rival. With how big this Rival's cast is... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, with how big this cast is, I assume that if they all give the great performances we assume they're going to, that it could be in the running for like a best ensemble at the SAG Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess we'll find out. <laughs> um, so yeah, moving on from there, we got some some new announcements of our favorite movies. Uh, and those are movies based off of Dr. Seuss books. Um, so Warner brothers animation, uh, made a deal with, uh, the Seuss estate recently to allow them to develop, uh, animated films based on Dr. Seuss's books. Uh, the first of which is going to be based on the cat in the hat and set for a 2024 release. Uh, and then this past week, We got the announcement that there's gonna be a spinoff of that about Thing 1 and Thing 2 coming in 2026. And there'll be an entirely new animated film based on Oh The Places You'll Go, which will come out in 2027. And the only reason I want to talk about this is why are you announcing these movies seven years in advance? (laughs) What's the point of that? Like, (laughs) I I don't know.
2: These are gonna be the best movies in the history of the world. I'm sure. They're just like, (laughs) hold on to everything. In seven years, your minds are gonna explode.
1: That's what it is like like listen i know that most of that doc- they have adapted other dr seuss properties before and there's not a lot of plot to go along with really any dr seuss thing <laughs> so like i guess they can come up with something but what are they gonna do for the places you'll go you're just gonna are they just gonna go places like you'd be like it's just go gonna there. be college
2: like high school graduates
1: yeah those are the main characters because
2: you know that's the quintessential high school graduation gift
1: oh yeah my dentist gives uh (laughs) well my former dentist because he's my childhood dentist (laughs) gives everybody um all of his patients he gives them a copy of all the places you'll go when you graduate and go to college (laughs) so he is absolutely thrilled i'm sure oh yeah
0: um but yeah I, I, it's just hard to care about this seven years <laughs> in advance. Like we're gonna be like approaching thirty I'm by the time be these movies. i have children.
1: <laughs> you, I could be dead. We might be taking it. A... <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying realistically. <laughs> Mia says with some, with a little bit of joy in her voice. <laughs> I might be dead. A, that a, might little, be, a little. You're up. like yes. <laughs> Finally.
2: I want to die in the theater right, right as the credits roll.
1: <laughs> A single tear runs down your face as, <laughs> oh, the places you'll go as the credits roll, and then you just die. <laughs> I just
2: die. Hmm, beautiful. But yeah, anyway,
1: we, we might be taking our kids to see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's so creepy. I hope so. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't really hope so, but maybe. <laughs> we'll find out. How old will you be? I'll be 30. I'll be 27. I'll be 29.
2: Wow. You'll be 30? I think of all of us, Dave, well, I'm a you're baby. in a very committed relationship. I feel like Dave would be the first to have a child. Yeah. You have the <laughs>
1: Dave's like, I'm going to have all the kids. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> to make up for us.
1: Yep. Yep. That'll be it. I'm, I already feel like a dad sometimes because I'm just tired and I make
0: bad jokes. So.
2: Do you turn off the lights in your house all the time? Nah. I
1: leave them on most okay. of the time. So. Okay. Yeah.
0: Moving on from there. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Dr. Seuss, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was an announcement this week that a uh, movie that I, I quite enjoyed from earlier this year, uh, The Gentleman, directed by Guy Ritchie, is getting a TV series um, that Guy Ritchie is also returning to write and direct. Um, not much to say about this other than, yeah, enjoyed the movie. Hopefully this will be good. I think it's a property that leans itself to making a good film or a good TV show just because there's, uh, there's a lot of like store, different storylines in this film that could be expanded upon. Um, I don't know if it's going to be like a spin-off show of the movie or if it's just kind of taking the premise of the movie and then making a show of it honestly i'd be down for either i really like the cast of the movie so i kind of hope it just kind of continues with them but we'll find out i don't think either of you have seen this movie so do you have anything nope. to add nope isn't there Negative, a lot of weed though? in this movie there is a lot
1: of weed in the movie because I, when i saw this announcement the headline was like weed filled movie the gentleman getting spin-off show, and I was like, all right, it's yep. cool. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh Matthew McConaughey plays like some massive like weed of course, dealer of course he would. dude in it. <laughs> that was quite the description, but you know what I'm going for. So a weed dealer dude. A weed, weed dealer dude. A weed yep. dude. <laughs> um and then yeah, there's also a while a while back there was the announcement that a Game of Thrones prequel called The House of the Dragon is gonna be coming to HBO Max here in the next couple of years. Uh, and it's officially cast its lead, um, Patty Consid- Considine, Considine, something like that that. Uh, is going to be playing Viserys Targaryen. I'm not nearly as into Game of Thrones as I used to be, which I feel like is kind of the general consensus <laughs> yeah. after the eighth season, which I mostly liked, but also was very disappointed by. Um, and Game of Thrones used to be like my favorite show. Like I was a diehard Game of Thrones fan. And I forgot this show existed. I forgot that this was happening, um, which I think just kind of speaks to the general state that this that this franchise is in. Um, hopefully this is a good show, because, um, again, once upon a time, I really, really loved Game of Thrones. Um, but, yeah, we'll see how this goes. I feel like the, I don't know, the IP just isn't as popular and doesn't have as much, like, hype around it as it used to so i don't know if people are still interested in this show or not i feel like they could just not say anything about it and people would forget about it and just kind of move on from game of thrones as a whole but yeah have either of you got any thoughts on this i mean as someone who has not
1: seen game of thrones um and it's something that i know i know i have to watch it i'm sure i will someday but i just haven't gotten around to it and it's just been fascinating to watch HBO just absolutely fumbled the bag here because it was literally the biggest thing in the world for like seven years. And like, and that doesn't really have, like it was the TV show that everybody watched and that doesn't really happen anymore because of how much TV there is. And it was just the most, you know, just so popular. It was like a star Wars level of like people, this is appointment viewing and everyone watches it and everyone knows what's going on. And now just no one cares. Like, at all like not a soul gives a crap anymore and it's just been really fun to watch so (laughs) yeah and like because i they were doing like a million spin-offs of this like they
0: had like three separate ones announced and now this is the only one that's still like kind of moving forward i guess and And just
1: just no one cares anymore and it's just it's just been really wild so Yeah. yeah uh
0: the the actor that's cast here um the only thing i know him from is hot fuzz uh and he's in like a lot of hot fuzz memes uh on on i see on facebook all the time so i was just like oh it's that guy but yeah nice it's the facebook meme guy the facebook hot fuzz meme guy Very you good. guys seen hot fuzz no nope. hot fuzz is fantastic i've heard my roommate's really into it so, it's yeah. It, yeah it's i need to see more edgar wright films so i think it's definitely the best of the cornetto trilogy nice but, yeah um and then yeah we've got a couple trailers we want to talk about Uh, First of all, we have a new trailer for Free Guy, which is uh, the film starring Ryan Reynolds that he's playing like an NPC in a video game. Um, It's one of the last films to be produced by 20th Century Fox, uh, this and Death on the Nile, which interestingly interestingly enough, uh, those two movies are the only two movies Disney has left in 2020. <laughs> so I think Disney's just kind of letting these movies die in the same way they did with New Mutants just because they just don't really want to deal with 20th, 20th Century Fox, I guess. They really have no
1: skin in the game. Like, they didn't, sp- they didn't spend the money on it. They're just kind of like, if we make anything off of this, we're fine. That's fine. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, I thought the trailer was pretty good, though. Uh, it looks like an interesting premise. It's a great cast. Um, Ryan Reynolds is just kind of being Ryan Reynolds and doing what he does, but I think it works for what this movie is. Um what do you guys think of this trailer?
1: Yeah, I think for um the first trailer which came out oh, in like January. Man, man what a time. Um but yeah. Um I was like, you know, this looks fine. It kind of looked very, you know, Detective Pikachu, very just like, you know, oh like 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 Pikachu. Pikachu. Yep.
2: Chewy. I feel like you could do a crossover, like uh-huh. Pikachu yeah, and Star Wars. <laughs> is, this, is the bit done? The bit <laughs> done Shut up. Yes.
1: <laughs> but yeah, anyway, um, I thought it just looked like generic video game movie kind of thing, you know? But like, I this looks really fun now. Like, I think this trailer is a lot better. It kind of sets up the premise a little bit better than the first one. Um, and I, I saw Ryan Reynolds called this the best movie he's made, which... definitely probably just him just saying you know promotional things that he's obligated to say but also that's a very good sign so i'm sure it'll be pretty good how about you mia
2: yeah i remember seeing the trailer which yeah it seems like 10 years ago which is a terrible terrible thought but no i just watched it 20 minutes ago and i felt like i got a lot more of a taste of what it was going to look like which duh, that's what you get when you watch a trailer but i i was just excited by the seeming originality of it i feel like that's something it's just hard to come up with new ideas nowadays in in movies especially and so i was just very gung-ho about that i think i don't know it looks like it has the potential to be kind of like pull at your heartstrings a little too which is exciting
1: yeah
0: yeah, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was
1: um, I, I was thinking of another movie to compare it to, and that's the
0: one. Yep. And so yeah, it looks it looks fun. I'm I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of original movies, though, uh, just a couple hours ago, a trailer dropped for this movie that I had never heard of prior prior to this trailer coming out. That's a movie called Fat Man, which is apparently this R-rated like kind of action thriller film about a kid who hires an assassin to kill Santa. Um, And Santa is played by Mel Gibson and the assassin is Walton Goggins. And man, this movie looks wild. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just, I don't know. It almost feels like, like the trailer is like an SNL sketch of just like some absurd premise that you wouldn't actually expect (laughs) to be a full feature film, except now it's actually happening. Um, I think it's like perfectly over the top. Like it, uh, it's a movie that just like kind of looks really bad, but it looks like that's like what it's supposed to be. Uh, and yeah, I am kind of really excited about this. Uh, what, do, what do you guys think of this, this Batman trailer?
2: Um, yeah, I think the SNL description is like perfect. Yeah, you just have no idea really where it's going. And then, I don't know, I feel like it has the potential to be really terrible which I'm a little worried about. Like, I'm definitely more excited for Free Guy just because of, I think, I don't know. I think it has a lot more promise, but I don't know. I feel, I guess I feel a little hopeful, but I think I'm
1: definitely not as excited as you are, Kyle, so. I think I kind of want this to be bad in the sense of, like, I want it to be really fun bad because I feel like that, it looks like it's going to be exactly that. I will kind of be disappointed if it's, like, some sort of, like, deep meta commentary on, like, the meaning of Christmas, Kind of just wanted to be Mel Gibson running around trying not to be killed as Santa and being just this crass, uh, uh, you know, Santa, but he swears kind of thing. So.
0: I like how he just doesn't even look like Santa. He's no. he just Mel Gibson with a little beard. Like. He
1: probably just showed up on the day in his normal Med- Mel Gibson beard and they were going to like dress him up in the suit and he's like, nah, I'm not
0: doing it. <laughs> not wearing this red suit. Yeah. It just, yeah. It looks, it looks like it'll be, it'll be fun. Um, but yeah, I guess from there, we'll just jump into our main topic this week. And our main topic this week is we've decided to go through the entirety of Steven Spielberg's filmography, just because we were, we were considering like doing some sort of ranking like we've been doing a lot of lately. Um, but Spielberg just has so many movies and we definitely have not seen them all. So we're just going to go through it from his first film to now and talk about which ones we like, which ones we don't like, and which ones we haven't seen um, so yeah, <laughs> don't mind me as I look up Steven Spielberg as IMDB on IMDB real quick.
2: Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's your, I feel like Wikipedia is a very good.
1: IMDB. No. I am. IMDB. IMDB is a classic. Was probably like, one of your worst. I think that was one of my best jokes. No. All time.
2: <laughs> See, you're already, you're poised to be the dad. Yep.
1: It's perfect. I am. It's true. I am. I'm set up. I'm ready to go. <laughs>
0: So yeah, uh, we'll just I guess go through these, and we can just stop and talk about whichever, whatever, whatever Steven Spiel, Spielberg movies we wanna we wanna talk about. Uh, so just starting way at the bottom. Uh, there's a lot of short films that I assume none of us have seen. So we got The Last Gun, Fighter Squad, Escape to Nowhere. Uh, as Steve Spielberg, apparently. Oh, ho, ho. Wow. Uh, he, he tried it out for a second. He's like,
1: ah, for this one, I'm going to be Steve. And then he's like, nah, I don't like it as much. He doesn't really look like a Steve. He do- a Steve-in, no. though. Like, that's like, yeah. Steven Spielberg, that's like, that is a damn good Hollywood name, but like, Steve Spielberg. <laughs> Sounds like a little kid. <laughs> Stevie Spielberg.
2: It does. A little
0: Stevie Spielberg. <laughs> um, Stevie,
2: <yeah>. come on. <laughs>
0: Uh and there's also a movie called Firelight, uh another short called Slipstream, uh Amblin Marcus Welby MD, which was a single episode of a TV series, two episodes of Night Gallery, one episode of the night the name of the game, two episodes of The Psychiatrist, one episode of Columbo. I
1: love Columbo. I don't know what Columbo is. <laughs> it's just like a detective show from the 70s. Do you know who Peter Falk is? No. Yes. All right. Well, stars him it's pretty, it's pretty good. <laughs> I haven't seen Quite this specific the episode probably, <laughs> but it's all right from my memory of it. So, uh,
0: Owen Marshall, counsel, counselor at law, he did an episode of. Um, then Duel, which I know a lot of people consider to be like his first movie. I don't know much about it other than it's basically just a car chase. Um, I think Dixon talked about it a little bit. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, then Something Evil, uh, Savage, The Sugarland Express, uh, and now we're up to Jaws, which I assume is where we'll actually start this <laughs> <Yeah>. conversation. <laughs> no, I want to start at The Last
1: Gun in <laughs> 1959. I honestly didn't know he was like doing things in 1959. Like That's kind of wild. How
0: old was he? That that was... How old? Yeah, that's a good question.
2: Let's see. Math. He
1: was <laughs> Um. Thir- he was 13? Maybe he Hello. acted in it. <laughs> Hello. Hello? That was under director. That was under director. Well,
2: hmm.
1: What? That's and he's really been at it something. for a while.
2: He has.
1: I mean, I, I'm i assuming it's something he made on like just a camera he had and then maybe released it later. No, it's a full studio film. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I refuse to believe I that Steven Spielberg old. would do anything less.
1: <laughs> Even as a 13-year-old. Even as a
2: 13-year-old. <laughs> he was Steven by then. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, Jaws. J- David and I talked about Jaws this we summer. We did. We did an episode where we just kind of, yeah, we watched Jaws and then then we talked about it. <laughs> What? Wow, yeah. That's, yeah. that's a great description of what we did. Um, yeah, Jaws. Jaws is great. Big shark, <laughs> small boat. <laughs> there you go.
2: It's a description.
0: This 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 main topic's already. Yeah,
1: yeah. We're just gonna be like, this movie's pretty good. <laughs> that's gonna be three it. words
2: to describe yeah, like it. Moving Jaws? on. Do you like do you like Jaws? I have never seen what? Jaws. What? Yeah. Well, we
0: should watch jaws then.
2: I'm already deathly afraid of sharks. Oh wow. So there's
0: not even that much shark in it though. No, I swim
2: enough in any body of water that I can't have that fear reinforced anymore. I will I will tell you a funny short story that last year I was swimming in the ocean with my mother and someone yelled that there was a shark. There wasn't. It was a jellyfish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how did how do you make that mistake? Well,
2: maybe shoot now i don't know oh no no no! they yelled that it was a manta or um a stingray and i was like shark in my Uh, mind and i i swam behind my mother so that she would be killed by the shark instead of taking me what a loving daughter so that really shows just my mortal primal fear of
1: of those slippery beasts (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why I. i hate that we should move on because i am sorry
2: (laughs) i'm sorry we'll just move on
0: (laughs) i do want to uh before we move on uh quickly mention that like when i like five years ago or so or i suppose it was longer than that i was a sophomore in high school so that was like six years ago something like that six um
2: no five because you're a senior in college now so that would be four or five
0: okay (laughs) anyway um my dad apparently works with someone whose grandpa used to be like a producer uh and he had like an original copy of the script of jaws uh and he just like let me borrow it for a month and so I just, like, had an original copy of, like, an early draft of the Jaws script and just, like, read through it. And it was really satisfying. Very good. Um, wow. and it was, was it inter- different? It was. The ending was different. Um, there was not a big shark explosion. He, ah. Like, as it's just, like, swimming toward... I forgot the name of the main character. Um, Roy Scheider is the actor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, as the shark was swimming towards him, it just kind of, like dies and <laughs> it just kind of like sinks into the ocean i think the like re- the reasoning behind it was just because it'd been shot so much it's kind of yeah. like the shark does died. get shot a lot yeah so like that makes sense but also it's not nearly as exciting as roy schneider going smile you son of a bitch and then shooting him and having a shark explode that is an incredible moment in cinema
1: you like ruined
2: it for me yeah sorry well you're the yes. one that hasn't seen Sorry, Jaws. spoiler for movie this. came out 40 45 years ago. Year, okay, well, movie. I'm 23, so I've only had 23 years to watch it. You've had it. half
0: the time.
1: <laughs> you are half the age of Jaws.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: How does that feel?
2: <laughs> I feel old somehow.
0: Yeah, moving yeah. on. Uh So Jaws was in 1975, Uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind was his next movie in 1977. David, did you just give this movie a thumbs down? What is wrong with you? I like this movie.
1: What? (laughs) Have you seen this? Yes. I did not like it. I thought it was just really dull, like, especially the ending, where it's just him clambering over rocks, and then he just watches some aliens fly around for 30 minutes. That's the ending of that movie. I mean,
0: that is the ending of that movie, but it's so much, it's, I don't know. I Admittedly, I've seen this movie once and it was like a year and a half ago. I watched it in the sci-fi films class with Dixon. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I love this movie. It just really didn't do it for me. I don't know why.
1: I'm, I mean, I'm wrong because it's a classic, but that's my take that I don't like this.
2: <laughs> I have only seen clips of it from a music in movie. Music? Movie. Yes, music and movies class. So I've only seen like clips of it, so never fully put together. But it gives me the impression that I have seen it, which is very frustrating. Because then I will never go back and actually watch it because I think, oh, I've seen it already. Yeah. Anyway,
1: it, it's just Richard Dreyfus getting a little bit more insane
0: with every passing but minute. But it's so much fun. Ah. <laughs> um, I think John Williams' score is great. I, yeah. I have I have the score on on vinyl at home. I think I found it for like two bucks at some record store. I was like, nice. yeah, I'll pick this up. Yeah. Why so, not? Yeah. Um, yeah, moving on from there, 1979 uh, Is 1941 You guys seen this movie?
1: No, I've not heard of it Apparently, I haven't either it sucks, according to IMDb
0: so. <laughs> uh, Alright, and then 1981 We got Raiders of the Lost Ark Which, I don't know I assume you guys have seen this Mia, have you seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? I feel like of if course. one of us hadn't, it would oh, be yeah. you <laughs> I've seen it Not to throw I've shame, seen
2: but. a movie or two in my life yeah, it's pretty
0: it's good. It's a very good. <laughs> yeah.
2: Very good, except for the melting face.
0: The melting face is the best part. No.
2: I don't like it. it just looks like a candle.
1: Well, if a face were to melt, it probably would look like a candle, I feel.
2: Really? I think it would be gloopier.
1: <laughs> I would like, say that
0: was pretty gloopy.
2: There's less. There's a
1: lot of gloop Viscuous.
2: Viscous. There. Less vis- That's vis- a $10 word vix- for you. Vis- viscous? Visc- yeah, sure. Vis, vis, what is that viscus? word? It's
1: like Man, I don't know.
2: congealed, like
0: like v i s c o u s.
1: you know, viscous. You don't
0: know the word vis- viscous, David? I, viscous at all. At all. I <laughs> don't know the word viscous. You're an
2: editor. You are <laughs> the person who is an editor.
1: I know. Viscous. I like have seen that vis- word, but I. visc vis- <laughs> Hey, don't shade me, okay?
2: Viscous.
1: I think it's viscous. I
2: yeah, I having thought a there thick, was a U. sticky
1: consistency between solid and liquid, having a high oh, okay viscosity. I, yeah, I know that word. All right, so <laughs> I, I did know this word kind of. <laughs>
2: Some I, viscous lava. Yeah, there you go.
1: It's pretty much how thick something is. So, so yep. you want the faces to be thicker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, in a word, yes.
0: Very good. Um, yeah, moving on from there. Uh, <laughs> I love how we <laughs> we were talking Kyle about, Raiders of, La- we to about Raiders of the Lost. We talked about Raiders of the Lost Ark, and all we talked about
1: were how <laughs> gloopy the faces were at the end. That's it. That's all we had to say.
2: Spielberg, we've let you down. Yep. Um, so
0: yeah, 1982 uh, is uh, E.T. the Extraterrestrial, which is a classic. I think all of pretty much all of these movies are going to be classics. Except, um, uh, yeah, E.T. is great.
1: Kind. Except that
0: one. What's bad. Except Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Hey, <laughs> sir. I know. Sorry. Go ahead. I don't really have much else to say about E.T. It's, it's, it it's scared me as a movie. child.
2: I had to hide behind the couch, and I couldn't watch yeah, it.
0: Yeah,
1: my sister was really scarred by it when E.T. is in a ditch, and he's all like just yep. like pale, and he's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my E.T. noise. Oh, Adam <laughs> Driver. Spot on. Uh, yeah, I can do a good Adam Driver impression Joker. for everyone. <laughs> Should I do it? <laughs> do it hi that's it that's all i can do
2: <laughs> the way that you can just like turn it on yep. like that like but have you considered th- a career in theater
1: i think i should maybe just doing my adam driver impression on the street <laughs> and joker just screaming at people just going hi on the street <laughs>
0: <laughs> we produce nothing but quality yep. content on this show <laughs> everything's oh, going well golly. um what yeah we, what were what, what we talking about um uh, E.T. et
1: scary yeah pretty spooky i'd say <laughs> yes but also very
0: wholesome. i saw i saw this movie uh in a theater a couple of years ago um and uh there was just a moment in which i re- it was like the the bike riding scene like at the end when they're like running away and they're being speedy boys on them bikes <laughs> um <laughs> that there's like one shot that like one kid just like absolutely biffs it on his bike and just like eats dirt and then the next shot is perfectly fine nice just like yep pretty good uh, yeah
1: um Um, uh what was i gonna say about this movie
0: oh did you guys know that there's have you
1: seen there's like an ad that's kind of a sequel to this movie they didn't i think it's like oh yeah wasn't it from like uh, like the super Super bowl Bowl. last year or something Yeah, yeah yeah and it they brought the kid back and, like, E.T., like, comes back and learns how to use a tablet, pretty much. <laughs> a true sequel. Yeah. Um But, yeah, it was, like, really heartwarming for no reason because they have a reunion. And I was like, aw. And then the next thing he's just being like, E.T., look, you can call your family on this tablet. And I was like, it's ruined. They're get ruin it because he
0: wants to phone home. Get uh, it? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, yeah, moving on to 1983. Apparently, Steven Spielberg directed a segment of the Twilight Zone movie Yeah, Kick the Can. I haven't seen this movie. I assume you have, David. I have not actually. Oh. Um, I heard. I thought you was... were the Twilight Zone conno- connoisseur here.
1: You know, I I think I I am. I I will claim that title. I've not seen this movie because I heard it was bad. Um, and I think it's like it's a movie, but it's done in different segments like a Twilight Zone episode. But it's just a really long Twilight Zone episode, and so it's bad, <laughs> pretty much. So, and I and like like John Landis did one, and yeah, he were did one um dan Aykroyd's in it i guess so yeah it's apparently not good so all
0: right moving on to 1984 we got the first pg-13 movie in indiana oh. jones and the temple of doom wow um i haven't seen this movie in a long time mainly just because whenever i want to watch indiana jones i just watch raiders of the lost Ark. just because you can't go wrong with that yeah. um yeah temple of doom it's this movie it, it kind of got under my skin as a kid just because it's pretty intense uh considering it single-handedly invented the PG-13 rating. Um, what? Yeah, it's mainly because, like, the dude pulls out another dude's heart. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like...
2: You're going in a different direction with that, but <laughs> <laughs> yikes. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mia.
0: Mia, get your mind out of the gutter, Mia. Never. Um, yeah, I remember, uh, the, the episodes from this, uh, in, or the levels in this from the, from the Lego Indiana Jones game I were a ton of fun. just
1: going to say, I have not seen this movie and the only, my only idea of the plot of this movie is from the Lego Indiana Jones
0: game, so. Lego Indiana Jones was so much
1: fun. So, but, do you have the Wii version? I don't. The Wii version is incredible. I, I <laughs> so played good. it on like the PlayStation
0: 2. Very good. Yeah. I'm telling you. Good stuff. <laughs> um, moving on, uh, we have apparently a TV miniseries documentary called "Strokes of Genius." That wow. same year, never heard of that. Um, two episodes of a TV series called "Amazing Stories" in 1985. Haven't heard of that. Uh, and also in 1985, he directed "The Color Purple." Have you guys seen "The Color Purple"? I have no. not. I've, I'm
1: familiar with the Broadway musical. That is pretty good, but mm. I've not seen the movie. I
0: have not seen the movie either. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, then nineteen eighty-six. Uh, apparently there's an Amazing Stories movie, which I assume is connected to the TV series we just talked about. Yeah,
1: and I think Quibi just like revived revived this series and they did like an amazing stories thing on Quibi. I think. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Um but yeah. I, I don't know anything about this. So
0: Nice. Uh nineteen eighty seven, we got Empire of the Sun. You guys seen this? I've nope. not I actually like just I haven't even heard of this. So
2: it's the it's uh christian bale's debut isn't it or like not debut but like he's a little boy in it i don't know he's he's a tiny little boy i think it was his like first big either first one or first big one yeah Yeah, i'm not sure
1: he's a a i've heard of it never seen a small small boy he is so
0: yeah i have also heard of it but not seen it uh then in 1989 is indiana jones and the last crusade uh i think Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade is like a really good conclusion to the Indiana Jones trilogy because that's all there is. There are no more. Are uh, you sure? Are you sure,
1: Kyle? I, pre- I think pretty sure. Think there might be another one with. You Shia know, LaPuff. we'll
0: we'll cross that ridge. <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. That very bad bridge. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's great. Sean Connery as Indiana Jones' dad, I think, is so much fun. Uh. And yeah, it's just it's a it's a fun Harrison Ford punching Nazis movie. Nice, and that's all you need. Yep. Moving on uh, from there, we have same year, 1989, a movie called Always. I've never heard of this. You guys have nope any idea?
1: Spirit of a recently deceased expert expert pilot mentors a newer pilot while watching him fall in love with the girlfriend that girlfriend that he left behind. Oh, I don't
2: like that. This one's
1: not good.
2: Little licentious. It
1: has man, you and all these words. I you.
2: have so many words in my head tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Mia. Very good. So many. Uh, it stars Richard Dreyfus, Holly Hunter, and John Goodman. And Audrey mm. Hepburn. Whoa. Great.
2: What? In her final film role.
0: Damn. According
2: know? to Wikipedia. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I was like, I thought you were just saying that. Very no. cool. Good
0: uh, stuff. Then in 1990, uh, apparently a video, a segment of a video from The Visionary called Par for the Course. Very good. Never heard of that. 1991, Hook. I forgot that Steven Spielberg directed Hook. Me too. Uh, cool. Yeah, Hook's, it's fun. I feel like I haven't seen Hook. I feel like it's a movie where
1: if you haven't seen it as a kid, it probably just you probably just won't like it. Like I am kind of wary to go watch it because I feel like it's just something that is very nostalgia driven. And if you aren't, if you just yeah, like me so. seeing it now as a twenty year old, I'm like I don't I don't need to see this probably. So
0: yeah, um, I th- yeah I th- I'll agree with that. I I don't think I've ever seen Hook all the way through. Although maybe I have, but. Yeah, it's from what I've gathered. It's mainly just Robin Williams running around as Peter Pan. Yeah, I thought off. you said Robin lamps. <laughs> <laughs> Robin lamps. Um, but yeah. Then uh, two years later, 1993, we got Jurassic Park. Ooh. Ooh, I'm kidding. Sorry. I was like, David, I will, <laughs> I will jump Blip over this table. This table. <laughs> I I know we've talked
1: about my feelings on Jurassic Park. We I need to watch didn't... it again. Please. I just saw Jurassic Park like two weeks ago. No, again. I remember I we watched it together. What? No, we like, didn't. Yeah, we did. we did. No, we didn't. Yeah. We went 100%. No. Mia, I'm telling you. I think we did. We did. No,
2: I haven't seen it in a
1: long I time. I you, we watched it together. Shoot.
0: But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just saw this movie uh at the Grands so like two weeks ago. Nice. I think. Pretty, oh, yeah. It's fun on the big screen.
1: Yeah, it's because I remember I was like, I don't like this movie that much. And then I watched it with you guys and I was like, pretty good yep you're right oh yeah, okay yep yeah yeah i'm See? wrong yeah you are wrong i'm glad you can admit it <sighs> big
0: mia one of the like first memories i have of our friendship is like so like we became friends like end of my freshman year five, mm-hmm. uh, of yep. high school of uh, college <laughs> Whoa. uh and then i went back home for the summer and then i think uh was like snapchatting you as i was watching jurassic park i was like jurassic Park, so good. <laughs> Whoa. I and remember then a this. friendship formed.
2: A <laughs> friendship did form. Wow. That's wow. wild.
0: Um, wow. But yeah, same year as uh, Jurassic Park. We got Schindler's List. Um, I've got a confession to make. I've never seen this movie all the way through. I've, I've never I've seen any of it. I have never seen any of it either. I feel, yeah, it's, I just can't,
1: I'm never in the mood for Schindler's List. That's the problem. <laughs> like, I'm never
0: like, I want to watch this movie right now, you know? Yeah. Yes. I have seen like the second half of it um, because we watched it in like, a high school history class I was in, but I had to go to an orthodontist appointment and oh, then no. go back to school because, yeah, school, stupid, dumb teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I saw like the second half of Schindler's List, and then I walked in. I was like. I thought this was a new movie. Why isn't it in black and white? Is that is that Liam Neeson? What is happening? And then I was like, this is, it feels like an old movie, but there's new actors in it. And I was just very confused. It sounds like
1: you were maybe high on orthodontist drugs. Like you were just got yes. your teeth
0: <laughs> taken out and you were like,
1: whoa, shimmerless List, man. <laughs>
0: and there was a scene where I think there was like a little bit of nudity in it. And the, or no, that was uh, Anne Frank. Never mind. Okay. But yeah, the, the teacher like fast forwarded through it.
2: How was there nudity in Anne? And Frank,
0: yeah, I, don't I thought know. there was. Maybe I, I think it, I, yeah I think I it was. I really just like, hope not. I think it was just like uh, like it wasn't like sexualized nudity. It was like oh I see sad. I see I see
2: like dressing
0: yeah yeah
1: okay that makes sense that I feel like is just a classic like high school movie thing of like trying to show. You like, like teachers are like, I'm gonna relate to the kids and show a cool movie. And, like, so in my music class, we watched Amadeus, which have you guys seen Amadeus? I really want nope. to. Amadeus is really damn good. Hmm. Um, language, but anyway, all right. Kyle said a, a bad word. Or I order, was quoting
0: so. a movie, okay.
1: That's oh, the excuse. No. This is I'm true. Oh, no, it's true. I'm sorry, mom. It was not my word. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, but anyway like the first like minute of the movie like we're settling to watch it and then just a fully naked man just runs across the screen and my teacher was like ah ah," everyone was like oh my god and it was just really wild like she there's like a like a a pg version and a pg-13 version and she put in the wrong version and it was very funny
2: (gasps) that would suck that's Mm. new
0: but yeah Anyway, (laughs) so uh, nineteen, so I guess three years later, nineteen ninety-six, there was Steven Spielberg's director's chair video video game. game. Um, What is this? Hello, movie making
1: simulation game in which the player is guided by Steven Spielberg through the comprehensive process of movie making, including script writing, filming, and editing. I want to play this video game that is probably not available anywhere anymore. Man, the
0: nineties were a wild
1: time. Yeah. The tagline of this movie, of this video game, is big bucks, big stars, big problems. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) Sounds incredible. Quentin Tarantino's in this. Jennifer Aniston's, but Quentin Tarantino's playing somebody for some reason. Is he playing Quentin Tarantino? He's playing Jack Cavello. And Jennifer Aniston is playing Laura. (laughs) And (laughs) then there's no one else in the cast besides Steven Spielberg like no one else who's famous so that's really wild i wanted somehow to play this video game That sounds like a good time
0: um but yeah then 1997 there's the lost world jurassic park uh i haven't seen this movie in a long time i remember it being okay um so yeah you guys have any thoughts on the lost world um this isn't the one where the dinosaurs say alan right no okay, no nope.
2: cool. that's the third sad
0: alan 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 <laughs> Yeah, this is the one where the the, tre- the T-Rex goes on, like, the mainland, and it's got uh, Jeff Goldblum in it. it. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, then also in 1997, we got Amistad. Oh, is that how it's Amistad. It? Amistad. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what this is. It
2: means friendship in Spanish. I think so. so. there um, just... Hansu's
0: in this. Morgan Freeman. Matthew Anthony McConaughey. A- yeah.
1: Wow. Pete Pulsthewait. Puls- I know who that is, but I don't
0: tell Chiwetel Ejiofor. Still in Skarsgård. Man, this sounds like a cast you would see today, yeah. not in 1997.
1: And it's Wild. two and a half hours, and it's apparently fine, according to Metascore. So, nice.
0: 1839, the revolt of Menda. Or Menda? Mende? I don't know. Uh, captives uh, aboard a Spanish owned ship causes a major controversy in the United States. When the ship is captured off the coast of Long Island, the courts must decide whether the Menda are slaves or legally free.
2: Hmm.
0: That seems interesting.
2: Yeah, hmm. yeah.
0: I've ne- yeah, never heard of that movie though. Uh, then nineteen ninety eight, we got Saving Private Ryan. Uh, my so I know that Saving Private Ryan is like a really good movie. The only thing I've seen from it is one time when I was like ten, I walked downstairs and my brother was watching Saving Private Ryan. Uh, and then I looked at the screen, and it was just extreme violence. And I was like, "Ah!" And then went upstairs, and that's all of my experience. And then you
1: were just rocking back and
0: forth on your bed. and You were like <laughs> crying. Yeah, I just like went down. I went. I saw just, like, went intestines specifically. Oh no! I was like, oh no, god! No. Kyle was like,
1: "Is that what's inside of me?"
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, I know I need to watch this movie, but I just <laughs> haven't gone back to it. So it's been ten. It's been twelve
1: years. Wow! Wow! <sighs> Crazy. Wow, I've not seen this movie. Nope. Tom Hanks in this? Yeah. yeah, he's also in The Green Mile, right? I
0: think Matt Damon's in this too. Oh yep. yeah, yeah. yeah. Is he, he is
1: he private, the Lost r- Boy. Is he private Ryan? He is the Lost good. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's little.
0: Um, but yeah, uh, he's little. I <laughs> mean,
2: like he's young in this. All right. Um, then in
0: 1999, there's the Unfinished Journey, which is a documentary short that we have nothing to say about. Apparently, in 2000, they released some deleted scenes from Jaws. 2001 there's uh, ai artificial intelligence which i've heard is actually really good but also have not watched that damn uh 2002 we have minority report um uh, have not seen that yep uh <laughs> nope. we're just kind of working our way through here. i feel
1: like this this is like this kind of period of spielberg time where he's made a lot of like really good solid movies that people seem to like but none of them are like classics you know yeah. and and i feel like From here on, there aren't a whole lot of, like, classics of his. There are a lot of just, like, that's a really good movie, but I don't really think about it. Yeah,
0: I I think, like, the last one that I would consider to be, like, a Steven Spielberg classic would probably be Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, everything else
1: is, like, that's pretty good, but it's just fine. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, But, yeah, uh, 2002, I didn't even realize he directed Catch Me If You Can. Um, Mm -hmm. I haven't seen that either. I'm just aware of the musical. That is pretty good. (laughs) There's a trend here. I'm just aware of the musicals. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting um then 2004 the terminal never heard of that um <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 i'm, I'm this gonna i'm gonna look at this look is at a this.
1: good fun segment oh yeah tom hanks, tom he hanks. Beca- Catherine zeta jones stuck Tucci. in new york's
2: john f kennedy airport terminal when he is denied, and then that's the end of the wikipedia um Damn. explanation when it's he it's is denied a... entry into the united states
1: nice he it just tom huh. hanks trapped trapped in an airport
2: I wonder where he's oh. supposed to be. Oh, Eastern European. Oh, Very man. Good. Interesting. Interesting. Uh,
0: 2005, we got War of the Worlds, which is, that's is that the Tom Cruise War of the Worlds? Yeah. I think so. I think I believe so. so. I really liked that movie when I was a kid, but also I feel like it's a movie that if I revisited, it would not be good.
2: Isn't yeah. it like terrible?
0: Potentially. <laughs> um. It seems the Metascore is pretty good, huh. so maybe it's fine. Interesting. Dakota Fanning, Tim Robbins.
1: IMDB Synopsis uh, describes the aliens as alien tripod fighting machines, which I guess that's what they are, but that's just, pretty accurate. Yeah. Just
0: a very interesting way to describe interesting. it. Yeah. I remember I think I saw this movie when I was like nine for the first time and I was like, whoa, this is the most intense movie I've ever seen. <laughs> um and now um yeah. Hmm. Uh, where 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 was I? Oh no. I I clicked um, off of okay, there we go. Oh no, what is happening? IMDB is being weird. Okay. I I think I've got Your it figured 2005. out. 2005. Yep, I had to reload the page. So, Munich. yeah, Munich, Munich, what? Munich. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Munich. Why? I did that specifically to annoy you. <sighs> you yeah. are
2: so good
1: at pushing my buttons. No,
0: Munich. Have
1: you guys seen Munich? Nope. nope.
0: Cool. Uh, 2008. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I've seen this one, and
1: it's pretty good. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, I was like, what are you talking it's about? Bad. Yeah, it's It's a
0: bad movie. It's a bad movie that's got Shia LaBeouf swinging on swinging on vines with some monkeys. Some CGI monkey uh, monkeys. Kate Blanchett being very Russian. Huh. Um, Isn't there face melting
1: in this as well? Doesn't yeah, there, face there melt? is.
0: Yeah, with weird aliens. I think it is and... a less viscous
1: uh, face melting. I think it's more I think so. of like a yeah. bright light. And then I think
0: it's going... like melting and then exploding. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best kind, I would um, say. And there's like a man getting eaten by ants. That
1: is, I like vividly remember that as a child being like, ants
0: can do that? <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs>
1: oh my God. Yeah. I'll
0: never go outside again. Because
1: I remember they like, they just swarm him and then mm-hmm. they like pick up his body and like he like tips into the anthill and just like goes straight down. Uh, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> the ants are not my friends. <laughs>
0: Um. So yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, 2008 documentary short called Timeless Call. I haven't seen that. Nope. 2011 Adventures of Tim Tim Isn't that about dog? I think so. It isn't like uh is it like a, yeah. yeah it is. I think it's like a like a it's motion a, caption. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Motion capture animated. I think this. What was, does that mean? Uh, so like they kind of like the Polar Express, where like they they f- actually film people like mo- being like on motion capture, but then they animate over it like you know what? tom hanks is like i didn't know tom that Hanks's face
1: yep. in polar express you know i did not know that mm-hmm.
0: yeah is I,
2: that what is that what they did for that one video game
0: that's what they do for a lot of video
2: until games. dawn or something yep. like that yeah i just thought that that was animation well i mean like it is but yeah. like yeah. oh my gosh wow <laughs> That changes things.
1: Mia learns about motion capture technology There were actual monkeys in *Planet of the Apes*. (laughs) Shut up. Okay. (laughs) Did they train them?
2: They trained them like that. (laughs) Did they pay them well for it? Monkey can talk. (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) Uh, Then. People are so smart. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: I'd say uh, the monkeys are even smarter in well, this scenario. Well, this is true. Also, is 2011 is War Horse, which I've heard is very good, yep.
1: but have not watched. I'm also just aware of the musical. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's a... M- oh, yeah. yeah. Wasn't it at the... It someone ca- in can- London...
1: Uh, and they yeah. had
2: like the the horse looks fr-
1: really weird. <laughs> it's like a puppet. <laughs> he, he just like <laughs> pantomimed the horse and he just waved her around, like kind of clipping and clopping. But it was just funny <laughs> <laughs> Python. I really don't, don't know. I really don't know anything about Warhorse. I just know it like technically is cool and there's a big horse.
2: Okay, know. it's a well. I loved it, but also that was the peak of my obsession with Tom Hiddleston, and Tom Hiddleston is in it and Bed and Day Cumberbatch. i do it. The the soundtrack is beautiful. Well, this is all with a grain of salt because I was obsessed with this movie. Yeah, and I thought it was
1: great. Was a darker time. This is
2: true. It was a darker time in my <laughs> brains for how I ranked movies. Yeah, I just kind of gave any, anything a hall pass. Oh, that sounds terrible. Why? I just was not. I probably should have judged more harshly, but because okay. it was Tom Hiddleston, I was like, well, it's, it's amazing. It's Tom Hiddleston. Um, great soundtrack. It's very yellow. Tinged at the end there's like a big sunset which i can conjure it in my mind and that's not realistic and that bothers me now but overall a little heartwarming very sad nice
0: and that's warhorse at least the musical we don't know anything (laughs) about the movie yes um then in 2012 uh he directed lincoln which have you guys seen lincoln yeah Nope. lincoln is great yeah yeah uh daniel day lewis is fantastic in the lead role i think it's probably one of uh uh what why am i blinking on john williams name um i think it's probably one of john williams like most underrated scores i like the score to lincoln is fantastic Mm -hmm. um and yeah it's it's, i think it's like three hours long or something it's very Mm. long but it's it's very very good yeah Hmm. i i mean i saw it when i was like 12 and i really liked
1: it so i feel like i would very much enjoy it now as like Someone who would appreciate this yeah. more because I was because I, I mean I'm kind of surprised I wasn't bored as a 12 year old seeing Lincoln,
0: but I was like this is pretty good. So yeah, yeah. I remember watching it and because Joseph gordon Levin's in this movie as well, uh, and I remember he popped up and I was like, oh, it's that is that guy from, from from the new Batman movie? Hmm. Uh, You're like, whoa. I was like, it's the same guy. <laughs> wow. Um, 2015. Uh, is uh, he directed Bridge of Spies? That
1: movie is.
0: Yeah, it's pretty boring. It's uh (laughs) it's kind of just like a generic like it's drama, but yeah. It's like it's a really it's a well-made movie, but like yeah.
1: But it's mostly just Tom Hanks negotiating pretty much for most of it. And then like
0: he stands on a bridge at the end and And there's some spies. Are
1: there spies on the bridge?
0: Um Probably. Yeah.
1: I feel like saying bridge of spies is a bit misleading because it would make you think like the bridge is made of spies or the bridge is for the spies. just kind of they just happen to be on a bridge i don't know
0: uh mark rylance won an oscar for this movie. i know
1: i was like that was like right when i was getting uh wait noah schnapp Schnapp is in that the guy from the kids one of the kids from stranger things the little boy yeah um that's wild yeah i remember that was like around the time when i was starting to get aware of oscar things and i was like that guy won the oscar because he's good at it but i
0: was like he just is kind of okay i guess so, i agree yeah um then 2016 there's the bfg which also stars mark mark rylance as the bfg the big um, bleeping giant <laughs> <laughs> yes Beautiful. that's exactly what it stands for yep um yeah it's it's kind of a a, a fun kid movie i think it's uh based off a, a road doll story it is um, yeah it's pretty yes. good yes um 2017 is the post post is pretty good I enjoy it. It's got good performances.
2: I remember watching it for a class, and I took a bath, and I remember the bath more because the movie was a little a little dull for me. I also did not understand what was going but on. But journalism, yeah. But yeah, well. We're
0: all journalism students here, so I feel like we have to love this movie, so. <sighs> yeah, most of my professors okay, are like, spotlight, you seen the post? The and I'm like, oh, spotlight. Probably yeah, spotlight. so I yeah.
2: feel like, yeah, balances
1: out. Yeah, whenever journalism professors want to relate to the kids and they're like, what movies can I reference? They're like,
0: The Post. (laughs) They're like, Steven Spielberg's cool. Yeah. (laughs) This is what the kids are into these days. Um, 2017, uh, or 2018, excuse me, is Ready Player One. Uh, Ready Player One, I feel like it's a movie that does not need to be directed by Steven Spielberg. It's kind of a, like, it's a fun movie. It just doesn't, I don't know. I think it's, it's good. I enjoy it, but I don't really come back to it and think of it as a Steven Spielberg movie, so... You guys have any thoughts on that? I
2: didn't know he directed this. How did I not know this? I don't know. I also haven't seen it, so that wouldn't
1: make sense. I just, like, am aware. Like, I I tried to watch, like, an Easter egg video, and it was like, here's every Easter egg. And it was, like, an hour long. And I was like, I can't. This is too, there there are too many things in that movie, I feel, without having seen it. Yeah.
0: It's one of those movies where it seems like everything in it is a reference to something. Good. Yeah. That's how I like my movies. Um,. And yeah, then 2021, a Don't movie, even say it. Don't but,
1: even say it, Kyle. You don't even deserve to say this last movie. At this
0: point, I just kind of do it for the meme, uh, like uh, a movie that I could care less about. That's West Side Story. Um, you say it
1: with such disdain, you go,
0: West Side Story. West Side Story. Unreal. Yep. T-
1: get it out of your mouth. It you doesn't deserve to be there. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay that um, you don't like musicals, Kyle. Apparently,
0: time. he's in pre-production on a movie called The Kidnapping of Edgardo Mortara. Don't know what that is. Huh. Um, it has
1: a poster. So, The treatment wow. of a young Jewish boy forcibly raised as a Christian in 19th century Italy creates a furor which pits the papacy itself against forces of democracy and Italian unification. Sounds kind of not interesting. but Also, maybe it is.
0: Hmm. Also, they left Mark Indiana. Rylance is in it again. So... <laughs> Uh they left Indiana Jones five off of here, hmm. isn't he not doing that? I thought he was
1: isn't what's his face? yeah I uh, think the not. guy who did uh oh James Mangle yeah, James yeah Mangold. I
0: forgot yeah. I completely forgot about that yeah that's very huh. exciting yeah yeah i am like, like suddenly kinda... like r- my my excitement for Indiana Jones is like rejuvenated. Yeah. I completely forgot that yeah, okay. uh. James Mangold is doing that like obviously Hell Steven yeah. Spielberg
1: like made those what they are but I feel like it's about time that yeah. he moves on
0: but also he did Kingdom of the Crystal School 12 bad. years ago so yeah yeah and that's Steven Spielberg what an episode I would say <laughs> wow we went off on a lot of tangents we did but we had a good old time. I had a very good time yeah. yes. personally
1: so two
2: thumbs up
0: really providing some excellent content good analysis I would say oh yeah <laughs> very <laughs> thorough yeah, so this has been episode twenty-six of Cine Nebraskans, the daily Nebraskan Entertainment Podcast. Yep. Uh, and yeah, as always, I'm your host, Kyle Cruz, joined by my co-hosts, David Berman, as well as
2: Mia Everning.
0: And yeah, thanks for thanks for tuning in.
2: See you later. Bye. Hi. <laughs> Hi.